part of the F sacrificing sand soldiers. It's fine as long as it's to get you in Azir. <sighs> the Shuriman government doesn't spend nearly enough mana each year on sand soldiers. We need to be <laughs> Okay, that's true. That that that, true. that works too well. Um and on that note <laughs> Everyone and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? What's going on, friend? How is it going on this fine day? Oh, it's it's the most wonderful time of the year with the new set coming out. And also, we say it's the most wonderful time of the year for us because we get to experience the new set. But our guest gets to experience the new set atop the the uh the throne of the seasonal yeah. championship we are joined by the newly minted champ of the cosmic creation seasonal majin bay what's up man hey guys how you doing it's it's I, like I, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for the intro <laughs> yes we got yes, another one saucy i heard it on one of your episodes and i was like oh i gotta remember that and then i immediately <laughs> forgot well, I like the, it, I like the other thing is that I will give you absolutely zero uh, prompt that it's coming. That's the that, that is that's like the one rule that I OK, this actually leads into our next segment. Uh, the, the podcast bingo. This should be a bingo square. If anyone's making a second yeah. bingo square, um, we completely bamboozle the guest with with the intro. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of the best part. It's like my yeah. favorite part of the podcast. So, <laughs> um, but if you didn't see Crabcore on Twitter, who uh, who is known for their prowess in expeditions, I know they took a bit of a break, but they came back and uh, were listening to some episodes of the podcast, uh, binging, if you will, and uh, they made a hilarious bingo sheet of all the dumb things that Saucy and I do on a consistent basis. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. I saw that. I woke up, uh, looked at my phone, and I'm like, why the f do I have so many messages from the, our Twitter account on the podcast? Mm -hmm. And it was from Crab Course Bingo. And I read it, and I was I was in tears. Yeah. I texted I texted Blevins, and I'm like, did you see this bingo? He's like, yeah. dude, I'm also crying. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it's, it's very funny. You should definitely check that out um, if you haven't already. And uh, I But think... speaking of checking out, we have a sweet new guest today yes. with us. That was the segue. That was the segue square. That was the... <laughs> fantastic. Hold on. We we do on a on a semi somewhat maybe more serious note. Um, we do we are going to be talking about the new cards. Uh, at least glancing over them, getting first impressions. I know you two have been streaming most of the day since the release, so you've gotten a little bit of uh, experience there. I uh, definitely have been working diligently all day at work and not playing uh -huh. during meetings, oh, so I haven't played yeah. a lot. Wink. I'm winking for those of you in podcast land. Um, uh, I did I did play a good number of games, but before we get to that, I want to uh, I want to talk with you, Majin, and get a, to know you a little bit more. Obviously, a lot of people saw you over the weekend playing uh expertly during the seasonal but uh i want to get to know you a little bit more so why don't we start off with your competitive background what what uh what's your competitive uh landscape look like where do you come from uh i played magic the gathering 
for the last like probably six years. Um, made it to the Pro Tour, played in the Mythic Invitational, uh, and then kind of got fed up with Magic and how a lot of things were Wait, going. Wait, really? There. I know, Magic? I know. Oh. Things going oh. wrong for Magic? No. Wow. Uh, and then yeah, Runeterra just kind of come out, so I tried mm -hmm. it, and I was like, this is kind of fun. Uh, but I wanted to wait until they had a competitive scene mm -hmm. to really get into it. And then they said, hey, guys, we're going to have seasonals now. And I went, all right, word. <laughs> Let's start playing Runeterra. <laughs> so now this is the only card game I play. That's awesome. Now, nice. I know uh, just from the research I did from the, from the first seasonal, yes, you obviously also made the top 32 of that event. What was your... Uh, sort of prep and and whatnot leading into the the um not cosmic creation the monuments of power uh seasonal. I just played ladder. I didn't know what else to do, and I was so new to the format. Like I I didn't even know how it worked. Really, it was like bring mm. three decks, ban one, and I played like a gauntlet or two, right? Mm. But that was about it. And so I was kind of lost. I just played decks I thought were good that I had and knew how to play. And I don't want to say got lucky, but I was not <laughs> as good of a player as I am now. That <laughs> don't sell yourself short. You played really, really damn well. You played really <laughs> damn you. well. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm just curious because this is this is kind of a topic that a lot of we were talking about uh, the, when we were doing our episode before the seasonal. Mm -hmm. uh, people's players like thought processes going into like deck lists. How much effort and thought did you put into your deck list? Did you just play, you know, say, I'm going to play decks that I think are good? Did you try to encounter uh, what you thought the field was going to be? Kind of what were you thinking about that? Uh, for the first seasonal? or the, uh, for, the for this most recent one. The most recent one. Uh, more, yeah. more thought than you think. It, <laughs> it keeps you up at night. You know, like the open yeah. is kind of whatever. You just bring things that are good and you have like a plan, but it's, you know, you're going to see a lot of random things. Mm -hmm. So there's only yeah. so much planning you can do. But top 32 is a known field, and you know what they brought into the into the open. Uh, and yeah. a lot of times, you know a lot of the players, so you can make your guesses. So yeah, I, de I had a definite idea of what I wanted to do for each of my lists, and like how I wanted how I wanted them to work out. Now, now obviously, having played at the you know the highest level of Magic, uh, you know Pro Tour, Mythic Invitational, whatever they're called now, uh, level, how did that compare? How did your t uh, testing for this Rune Terra or, or your preparation for this seasonal compare to like what you would normally do for like a Pro Tour or a Grand Prix? Uh, it was pretty similar to what I would do for like my Pro Tour preparation. Mm -hmm. I meet with like my team and we talk about what we thought was good. And then we practice for specific situations. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. instead of just jamming games with decks, you'd go, okay, I want to play, I want to play this matchup and I want to see if this, like I want to find out about this exact thing, right? Like I want to see if taking a more aggressive approach is better. And then you try to like set up that one thing and you try to learn that and then you move on to something. Uh, the only difference with the Pro Tour is that I did it in person. Mm -hmm. Now it's yeah. online, right? Uh, but pretty similar. Yeah, find a group of people you trust that you think are very good players, and you test, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, going into the top 32 this time around, um, you know, you mentioned the first time you maybe got a little lucky, you know, weren't necessarily as confident with your play for that one. But for this one, obviously, you were uh, much more established in the space. You've um, you know, 
hit uh, rank one on ladder at least a couple of times, at, le- at least one time, I know for sure, maybe a couple of times, I'm not 100%. How did you feel about your odds, like, once you already qualified for the top 32 of this one, how did you feel going into it? I mean, were you... I, I saw that you tweeted out that you were going to win, but did you actually feel that you had, you know, the 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 real chance to win? Takes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Uh, so my thought was, I tend to not be super optimistic about these things, but I felt very comfortable going to the top mm-hmm. thirty-two. Um, I was confident in my list, and I was confident in my ability. There were a couple names that I was worried about. Um, I was worried about like Raptor, mm-hmm. Kever. Uh, Ian Aguera and like a couple others. I was mm-hmm. like, these players are really, really, really strong players. I know I can hang with them, but yeah, like they give me a bit of worry. So my hope was, I just was like, I just want to get to top eight. If mm-hmm. I can get to top eight, I'll be like super proud. That'll look really good um, and all that. And then when I played Raptor actually in top eight, so mm-hmm. I made it to top eight and then he was my quarterfinals. I was like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> this is what I was worried about. Yeah. And then we won that match. And after I won my quarters match, I was like, oh, I can win this. It's like, I can actually take first. That's mm-hmm. the first time I let myself, like, really think about winning, yeah. you know? That's awesome. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, <clears throat> for those uh, in the podcast world and maybe listening on Twitch uh, that don't know who Raptor is, uh, maybe better known as Josh Utter Layton, the MTG Hall of Famer. <laughs> Pro Tour Hall yeah. of Famer. Um, yeah, also rank one Runeterra player. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know him from Magic, you may know him from just looking at the leaderboard in your game client. Uh, I know yeah, I, I frequently... Yeah, Runeterra. it's Raptero. It's Raptero yeah. on Runeterra. Um, yeah, so uh, absolutely one of the... Uh, I mean, if you if you beat him in, at a Grand Prix, he might hand you a... I beat a uh, I beat a uh, MT or I played against an MTG Hall of Famer pin. Yeah, I think no, they, they did give you one of those. That that is the thing they gave. I know. Uh, I know. Um, Shuhei always carried him around. I don't know if everyone. Nakamura. Did. Yeah. Nakamura, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Shuhei Nakamura because my buddy has one because he played against That's Shuhei so Nakamura. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's so funny. I would yeah. pin that to like my backpack for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I played against an MTG Hall of Famer and yeah. survived. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think that, I mean, this is, oh God, over 10 years ago at this point. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's no IRL events, but I don't know if that was something that Wizards did or if that was something he did or, or like that mm. Channel Fireball made because obviously Channel Fireball has a ton of Hall of Famers yeah. just like on staff. So just hanging around. Yeah. yeah. Or at least hanging they did back the in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, we're talking about this this event, this tournament that you – just easily swept didn't even to put no thought no effort easily did it's over behind you so do you got any uh do you got any special plans for the uh the cashola the big uh, monies the big bucks yes yes i do <laughs> so uh those who are in my stream know that my stream crashes a lot because this computer that you see next to me was like a 700 dollars pre-built computer from like three years ago <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't nice. quite hold up um, it's practically a toaster. Nice. I can't have Chrome open and games and stream at the same time. <laughs> well, so um, I'm spending like a good chunk, you know, just upgrading my my rig because like now I consider myself like a streamer. Um, and just having your stream crash when you're trying to like mm-hmm. build a community is yeah, it sucks. not ideal. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, 
that, and then the rest is going to go towards me uh, finishing up my private pilot's license and then moving on awesome. to my commercial licensing. Nice. Yeah, That's awesome. one of my best one of my best friends and channel mod. His name's Bramer. He's a uh, pilot of many, many, many years. That's awesome. Uh, I think I think anyone who was watching the uh, the seasonal and saw the uh, player interviews wants you to uh, adopt Glop a dog. So uh, just uh... oh. <laughs> No, that was well. We, we did the. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah and we did. Like, what would you do? And he's like, I'd get a dog. Yeah, I, I could finally adopt a dog. Like Glop, like he he went like full. He went full. Um, he went full. Uh, super like sentimental, which was which was. Nice, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting those hearts. The asshole that knocked him out and prevented yeah. him from getting a dog. <laughs> oh, I actually so uh little little behind the scene little little inside baseball here from the uh from the the seasonal. So uh as as many folks know, I work for uh Wisdom, who is the parent company of Giant Slayer and who is also the broadcast partner for NA for the LOR seasonals. So I was while uh while Majin was out there crushing, I was behind the scenes. Um but I actually got the chance to watch some of the matches that weren't on the mainstream or on the uh the co-stream that we or the the secondary stream that we put out. So yeah. um I did watch Glop unfortunately lose. He had uh I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking like, "Ooh, he's got this!" And then, oh no, that can't! Oh no, no, not that top to! Oh boy, uh, like in that exact, uh, in that exact order. So, so that explains all of the uh, the Majin. Uh, all of your new emotes are just dogs with like X's through it. Just hates dogs. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Majin. It was Majin, Majin. hates dogs. Hashtag get it trending on Twitter. <laughs> oof. Is it oof or should I say woof? No, okay. That was a bad I've been, joke. you know, I, I, it was, you know, it, you know, it's both. I'd say in this specific case, it's got to be woof though. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Is uh, Blevins making so, a really stupid joke at one of the one of the squares? It should be. It, if it's, and it's guaranteed. Well, okay, oh, that's just the now, middle now square. Gonna, yeah, that's the free space. Moving forward, we have we have the past, we have the present. Now that you're spending all this money, let's talk about the future, though. What do you, what kind of things do you want to see going forward, uh, competitively, either with you know the seasonal, mm-hmm. other events, different tournaments, just in general? What do you want to see in Runeterra competitively moving forward? Uh, I definitely want to see more more of it. Um, like the competitive scene that we had up until seasonals was like completely grassroots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Which is cool. Like that's great. But if we want, if we want Runeterra to grow as like an esport, we need more than that. And seasonals is a great first step. Mm-hmm. And they called it the path to pro. And you know, the having a path to pro is fantastic. But you have you have to have the the pro part, like, right? Oh, yeah. Somewhere, you know. Wait, um, this door's just painted on. Yeah, like I, I won seasonals, <laughs> and I'm like, now what? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, a door that um, opens to another door. Yeah, like, <laughs> the next one, I guess, maybe if I qualify again. Right. Um, I, and they said, you know, hey, world is coming. We just, just not making the announcement yet. And that's honestly, that's really what I wanted to hear. I talked about it on stream a bunch. I was like, if they could just, if they could just tell me that they're, that there's gonna be a world. Yeah, I'll yeah. be happy. And so I want to see that, obviously. Um, and I think having something like a world, something that people can look and be like, oh, these are the guys that made it. These are the best players mm-hmm. in the world. Um, and maybe there's like a good amount of like cash prize or whatever. And you can actually have 
like pro Runeterra players, that yeah. brings people from other card games. Mm -hmm. Like Artifact, for example. Uh, tons of people tried out Artifact because they had this big tournament that was coming up and everyone gave it a shot. Yeah. And I think Runeterra is such a great game that if people give mm -hmm. it a shot, they'll stay. They'll be like me. I gave it a shot and I was like, damn, this game rocks. All right, I'm not playing any others. Bye, I'm just going to play Runeterra. Yeah, there uh so I mean so many people have like given it a shot like that. Like it just takes one it just takes one, right? Cuz the game is so good. Yep. And like it's like how do you get people in? How do you get that system going? Um how do you get that ecosystem going, which is awesome. I think that that's that's amazing. And, and I also think another part of that that actually has nothing to do with the competitive scene is just like the the side game, like the lab of legends, the two V two lab, oh, all that stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So good at getting people like in the ancillary of that. And like you get people in, Oh, this lab of legends thing look, looks cool. I don't need to spend any money on it. I can just play it. Oh, these cards are cool. What is that? And then maybe you can convert that person into uh, you know, an esports yeah, viewer. They try ranked because they really yeah. like playing Braum or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's super good. They yeah. No, I think that's, ways. that's super, that's super big though. What you said is about, even just knowing that worlds is a thing, mm -hmm. just knowing that it is not even that it's there, but knowing that it is a thing could be enough to get, you know, different players into the game. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like when people are like, Hey, why don't you think X player from X game tries out Runeterra? I'm like, well, what's their incentive? Like right. a, a pro high level competing, you know, magic or Hearthstone or whatever player right. needs that. Like they need that high level competition to want to keep playing the game. And if that doesn't exist, yeah you're not going to get those specific players for sure. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of the pro players and even content creators, like it is on, you know, varying levels for varying for different people, but it is their job. Right. And like, yeah. you don't quit your job and go to another job for nothing. Usually because it, because it sounds fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I I have a lot of friends, obviously, because coming from Hearthstone, like, that's where I came before, and, you know, I was able to stop playing that for different reasons, but, like, a lot of my friends are like, you know, I have, this is my job, streaming this game, right. I'm afraid to just, mm -hmm. let me abandon my whole community to try out yeah. this other game, like, it's, yeah, it's a scary like, thing, yeah, like, you can't just ask that, like, yeah, the game sounds fun, yeah. but what's my incentive? <laughs> Hundred percent. Well, that is uh, that was great, um, and I I hope uh, the podcast listeners at home and the the folks in the various streams have gotten to know Majin a little bit better, which is which is awesome. But enough about you, man. Uh, let's talk about some new cards. Yeah. Um, we are not gonna do a whole like rundown thing. We talked about uh, we talked about all the cards that had been released up until last. Uh, literally a week from uh today so instead of going through everything new because let, let's be honest if you're the type of person who's listening to a legends of runeterra podcast you've seen the fucking cards already <laughs> like, we're, we're not spoiling the cards for you you've seen them go to mobilitics or out of cards or uh runeterra ccg or go to every single one of them or go in the fucking game and play the get play the cards, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. out. Yeah, Max is out. Spicy decks. I've seen yeah. some some pretty spicy decks today. Yeah. What 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 have what ha what's the spiciest thing you've seen so far? The spiciest thing? Um, 
that that's so i saw a really really cool azir jarvan deck that i uh okay. i haven't played yet but it was really cool it was using all of the rally effects possible because mm -hmm. you're in demacia to get just a bunch of azirs and uh it was really cool like i i thought that was very creative i was uh i actually just seeing so many different azir decks was surprising to me like how creative people have been with mm -hmm. it um i i've been playing a lot of lucian azir and a Ooh. lot of hecarim azir but lucian azir is disgusting because your sand oh, soldiers die yeah lucian rallies. oh shoot. Um, it makes blocking difficult you get to play quicksand which is a good card wait <laughs> you get to play the best card in the game one one mana decimate yeah you just wait you, it, you're good. Yeah. Wait, really it good. levels up, <laughs> really Lucian, good. and it gives you the rail. Wait a yeah. second. How come no one talked about this beforehand? How come yeah. I'm just hearing this now? <laughs> it's hot, dude. It's real hot. Oh, yeah, and you get to curve Lucian into Azir. Yeah. Why is no one talking about this? I've just been seeing it's all good. this trash on Twitter. People playing garbage <laughs> decks. Why didn't anyone just say Lucian Azir? I could have been good today. It's good. It's real good. Uh, what What about you, Maj? Anything Anything spicy that you've either played or seen on the ladder today? Uh, I've been playing the concurrent timelines, Karina Control, Ooh. where you play Ledros and flip it into Dreadway with it on the stack. Mm -hmm. The OTK, that's been fun. Um, yeah, there's like a Mo posted emotional. Uh, mm -hmm. He posted like a Friend list on Twitter where he's like killing people on turn five through like avalanche and vile feast and uh -huh. everything it's just it's like the lowest to the ground deck i've seen it's an azir deck it's like azir shadow isles i think yeah yeah it's, azir it's uh elise yes, i think is yeah. i i saw the original list he posted i don't know if he's changed it at all i was playing a bit of that yeah it's pretty it that deck um it's the type of deck that i feel happens at the beginning of every season right it's like oh, oh yeah. what's yeah. What's the high? What's the just most aggressive thing I can do? And like, it's mm. running a couple of cards that I think are maybe a little sus. It's not running. It's running. I think. Is it running any spells? I don't think it's running any spells actually, except for obviously hero sp uh, champion spells. I think there's actual zero spells, which I think is wrong. Um, I have the ruinous path card. The one that drains and draws a card. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, a new, an updated version might, and and for what it's worth, I copied his list from that he brewed, I think, last night before the cards came out. So, is it running stalking shadows? Yeah, I think it's stalking shadows. It, the list I had, it was, it wasn't, but I think it definitely should. <laughs> Either way, it kills people on like turn four. Yeah, I hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I it's pretty cool. The um the card i'm looking at the list right now chat of every card it is called emperor's dais or dice dice oh yes yeah. oh, yeah the landmark two mana landmark uh, when allies attack summon an attacking sand soldier that one's pretty sick just in general mm -hmm. i think that card is uh muy muy caliente i like it a lot okay second is your trigger yeah yeah it turned it just I mean, it's the most important important part of his ear, right? Like, it's the best. I don't, I don't really give a shit about the one five body, and even his like leveled up ability, it's good. Big when he's leveled, but I don't it really just makes care. Sand two, two ones essentially. Yeah. Is right. What that reads. Yeah. I've died to it a few times. 
Oh, I've definitely I've definitely died to it because I'll be like attacking with a fearsome unit or like a bunch of fearsome units, and then he'll use the Azir's champ spell to burst yeah, speed make, make uh units and then also burst speed pump Azir. I'm like, oh god, I just get blown out because I was not factoring that in. So mm-hmm. um the Karina deck, I played a little bit of that as well. Uh the concurrent concurrent timelines concurrent, plus let yeah. yeah, concurrent timelines plus Ledros, or really concurrent timelines plus any nine drop, but it's basically Ledros and Karina. Um, the way it works is, uh, if you haven't played it already, concurrent co- timelines is the one where for the rest of the game, the first unit you play every round um, will transform into a, uh, you choose one of three units to transform it into um, that costs the same. So Ledros and Karina both cost nine. Another card that costs nine is the Dreadway, which doubles damage. So if you play Ledros and hit Dreadway, they're dead, regardless of their life total. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Karina turning into a Dreadway also works because the spell, yep. the play ability still goes on the stack and then it transforms yep. into a Dreadway, which has a passive ability. So, um, How's that one been working out for you, Majin? Because I've I've had you know, I had minor, I, I did all right with it, but I I wasn't like blown away by it. It's actually been really good for me. It's probably the winningest deck that I've made so far. Okay. Uh, we lost a couple times to like the Lucian Azir just killing us on turn five with like yeah. two rallies. Yeah. Um, but we've beaten pretty much everything else. Uh, yeah. I I hit I hit Dreadway off Ledros like an absurd amount of. <laughs> It feels harder to miss than it is to hit. Yeah. I think because I don't think you can hit itself. I haven't seen like Ledros off Ledros. Ruben said that you no, could, I but I haven't seen it either. He said he yeah. could, but I think he's lying. I've never <laughs> not it, there. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, I think it's like sixty percent or something. Something ridiculous. It it definitely feels like <laughs> the first two mm-hmm. times I played it, I definitely hit. And then it was funny because I played against uh and I played the mirror match against someone and they didn't hit. And then I played immediately next turn. I played mine and hit. And I was like, oh, I guess better lucky than good. <laughs> better lucky than good. Uh, the Kindred in the deck is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have, how has Kindred been for you? Fantastic. I like the Kindred into like Mystic Shot or like Kindred into Vile Feast on five. And you're just like, well, yep. now what are you going to do? Right. Like, your board's gone. I have blockers. Yep. What, yeah, Kindred just generates so much value. Mm-hmm. A four four is hard to remove, especially on turn yeah. five. Yeah, I, I think it. I think Kindred is the type of card that is it like, it is massively insanely good right now, and I think it will massively and insanely punish people who don't understand how to play around it well. Yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. I do think that eventually folks will get more used to playing around because like yep you can't play you now need to not play like a two two with your big like five five out you have to have three yeah, you units have to three please do not play a two one yeah. it's not gonna go well for you. <laughs> yeah um yeah i've basically every kindred game i've played they've blocked like a nor a block that makes sense mm-hmm. but not taking into effect that kindred's gonna yeah exactly yeah so i'm like oh that block doesn't work and i'm like guess you'll lose goodbye lissandra stuff like that it's been uh it's been crazy 
Yeah. Um, speaking of Lysandra, Saucy, I know that uh, she has been a favorite of yours from even before the set coming out. I know you played a little bit of it today. What how what has your experience with her been like? Well, I, I obviously made her prismatic uh, before nice. I even crafted all the cards, so that nice. happened. No, um, so she has been not specifically just her, but all the new Freljord cards have been really good. Uh, Three Sisters and Blighted Ravine have been way overperforming. Uh, it's kind of the same thing people would just, I think it's right now I'm farming people that don't know how the new cards work, specifically the ravine and they're doing stuff like putting a barrier on their stuff to save it from that killing them when it goes off at the start of the next turn. Mm -hmm. I beat, I want to say four Fiora players because of that. <laughs> like they've, they've just, they put a, like Rangers resolve their Fiora. I'm like, sounds good. Wait till it happens at the start of the turn. And then it's just like, it's been so good. Yeah. And Three Sisters is insane, that card. I, I haven't played it. that yet, so I should throw some of those in there. I think I have, like, yeah. one. It's, like, the best... It's the best Freljord card of the set. And maybe... Really? It's probably one of the best, like, top five cards of the set. It's so strong. Wow. It's real good. I mean, it's it's good at any point of the game, right? Very like, flexible. Yeah. It's, it's modal flexibility. You can mm. either freeze on defense. You can I've pushed damage, especially with your big overwhelm guys, like Fury of the North on those. It's just extra damage. People don't ever play around that. So I've gotten so many lethals from that. And just her the uh what the whatever entomb or whatever is mm -hmm. really yeah. strong too. Like it's just a good card. Yeah. Try it. I've only been running like one. I don't even think I've seen it in my games. Yeah, I've won a lot against the the Karina Dreadway stuff because they they flip it. Yeah. Yep, you just nuke their dude in response, and <laughs> like there's been a lot of atrocities I've seen, mm -hmm. uh, and you just yeah. freeze them. Like, oops, yeah. there you go. guy, that's yeah. yeah. That that's good. It's real good. Yeah, it, it's. It, I mean, this is this is pretty. We're living in the time that happened when uh, when Bilgewater first came out, where everyone yeah. first thing they did was okay, keyword search deep, keyword search toss. Add, 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 add. Okay, yeah. I've got one spot left. Now let's put in a third copy of, of this. Okay, zero removal, zero yeah. early game. I yeah. have monsters. Yeah, it's like, true though. Like I think that's one of the big reasons the uh, the concurrent timelines Ledros Dreadway deck is so strong right now is no one's playing mm. removal. Yeah. Like, you flip the combo and they have nothing because like, oh shit, I'm not playing any interaction. <laughs> I guess I lose. And, and plus if they like ledger if they like vengeance or dreadway or whatever, which they have to do the second right. you do it. Yeah. They're still getting ledros. Yeah, they're still getting nuked from, you know, yeah, ten right. plus damage. Easy. Uh -huh. And I play burn, you know, like <laughs> I get excited to mystic shots and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it was better than I expected. It will either get better because we know what removal to play, or right. it will get worse depending on where the meta goes yep yeah i mean that that's kind of how karina control in general has been it's like mm -hmm. sometimes it's a really good niche spot but it's not really been it, it really needs to feed on a specific type of deck it is not yeah a uh it's not like twisted fate who uh just kind of needs you to draw cards <laughs> or aphelios that needs you to play the card yeah that needs you to play the card aphelios <laughs> Aphelios, throw the rocket launcher. Yes, I got, yep. I've got a new bit. It's the Aloon telling Aphelios to uh, use modern weapons bit. It's so funny. At least yeah, I think it's so. it's good. <laughs> it's so dumb. What other, so what other spicy stuff you guys been playing? Anything, anything else super, mm -hmm. super spicy? 
Talia stuff, but uh, it's yeah. not good so far. Yeah, Talia is a disappointment, unfortunately, I think. Um, yeah, she's, she's fun. She is definitely tier fun. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, we have two more sets of Shirima stuff coming. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, and all she needs is like one really good landmark to copy. Yeah. True. Well, the the problem is for me is that her ability just gets countered if she's removed from combat at all. Like yes. if you um have to ancient hourglass her if she gets killed, if she gets bounced, if you bounce her, if she gets stunned, the abilities that are on the stack just do nothing. So, like, it just makes it even more... Like, usually, you know, something like... You know, like that that you're building around and that is, you know, you're you're doing a lot of... There's a lot of deck-building restrictions needed to make her function. When you jump through those hoops, usually the payoff is you've got at least some sort of, like, inevitability or, like, yeah, ability really to good. go through it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just like, uh, I'm not, I'm not sold. I mean, definitely, she is one. She's in the, that unique spot where, like, every single time a new landmark comes out, it's like, ooh, how does this work with Talia? Can we break this yeah. with Talia? Ooh, I don't know. Um, so that would be, um, she's she's interesting, but ah, I don't know. Not not feeling not it with her. So I'll play with my Lissandra and Kindred instead. Yeah. Yeah, Kindred's all right. Renekton, too. Uh, he's Renekton's pretty very good. good. Very Renekton's strong. Nuts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I um, I the first deck I built was Noxus. Uh, was Noxus Sharima with uh, LeBlanc. I did a two-two-two split because I just wanted to test the cards: LeBlanc, Sivir, and Renekton. Um, like aggro, just like beat down, play all the stuff that is vulnerable, play a bunch of five cost guys, Bakai Reaper, etc. Um, and it felt pretty decent. Uh, it felt very clunky, as you might imagine. Um, very unrefined, but it definitely had some, some. Uh, it definitely had some play there. I think LeBlanc in general is better than people think that she is, but is still not like. Um, like fantastic yeah That's what I yeah i was like she's good like she's better than you think she's not like great yeah she's good yeah Especially she's like, a I think ash leblanc is like pretty solid yeah, yeah yeah i think leblanc is a like a solid unit she's not splashy she's like very boring she's like i, I was calling her, like the mayo of champs she's, like she's not <laughs> exciting but she i mean she's like got she, good stats yeah. yeah she looks like she belonged in set one yeah, yeah super though and, and darius yeah yeah i definitely feel that um i which is which is weird because i feel like this set feels very like this feels like an the first i mean targon a little bit but even more so this set feels like the first runeterra expansion of yeah, like they're pushing the boundaries of the game yeah they're pushing the boundaries of the game yeah, they're and there's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then there's yeah. the one. Well, and it's like I feel so like and again, here here's your bingo square. Um referencing old MTG stuff. This set and we talked about this before Saucy. It kind of feels like time spiral a little bit. Like yeah. there's literally think twice in this set. Yeah. With uh uh 
Preservarium. It's like still, still one of my favorite cards in the yeah. game. I like that card. Preservarium. Really I like both of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a lot of cards. The Shrima cards, even even a lot of the other non-Shrima cards, feel like they have um, like they're they're more complex, right? They're not. They don't feel like base set cards. Yeah. Um, except for LeBlanc, who kind of does. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's LeBlanc. Like the even like the removal cards and stuff. All the Shirima like vulnerable minus attack removal. Um, there's a lot of interesting plays like with everything in the set and even things like the, uh, like uh, the siphoning strike, uh, that card's actually been pretty good for me. I've been playing it a decent amount with kindred decks and it's been interesting. Um, but just like things that on base level seem like would normally be a dog shit card or mm -hmm. actually like not terrible. Like there's been yeah. some interesting ones. Uh, -huh. uh, like, have you read the hourglass card? That card's wild. Yes. It's like just a, I mean, it's Zanya's like literally poured it over to a card game. Yeah, and yeah, so cool and interesting. And then there's a five two with first strike. That's that. That's, that's pretty that. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and we got better Darius. We got Ruin Runner. Okay. That's pretty good. It's 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 not as good as I think everyone. Well, yep, okay. Exactly. It it leads me into another segment that I wanted to to go over, yeah. which is hot takes. Ooh. Um, hot takes about the new set. We did this with uh, we did this with Bricky. Um, let's just do it now. Well, we've done it. We've actually done it a couple of times where we just like things that we think are maybe not the most popular opinion right now, but that we actually think are true or like a, a popular opinion of the set that uh we think is wrong um or that we go you know get against the grain on here um my my first one is uh ruin runner is actually just a uh we were talking about what 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 which uh which stream were you on last night, Imagine that I was in the oh, chat. Oh uh, yeah, Squeebie stream. And Squeebie stream losing their goddamn mind over Ruin Runner. Everyone's losing their mind, and 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 on Swim's original stream. Uh, like not Swim stream where they it was uh, the day it was first revealed, everyone was like, mm -hmm. "This card's insane! This is the best card in the set. This is the best champion in the set. It's not even a champion. It's so good." I'm giving it a three out of five. Yeah, I was like, I'm not playing this deck outside of decks that has puff spells. I, and they're like, what? Yeah, everyone's like, what do you mean a five mana six power unit isn't good? When seasonals, <laughs> it was such I a know. bad idea. It, it, it's so it it feels so like not even that great. Like a five mana six four trample hexproof in Magic. That is a common card that your is your. Uh, your twenty fifth playable. <laughs> yeah, like, it it's it not might make it into your draft set. It, yeah. I'm I'm running eighteen lands over that in ninety percent of my decks. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny how like portable, like Magic stat and cost are to run Paris stats yeah. and cost. They're like almost exactly the same, especially for units. Yeah, spells yeah, get wonky. Spells are different. Dudes, spell spells definitely. Remember when I saw yeah. Vengeance? I was like, what is this shit? I don't know if I can and say Doom it. Doomblade cost too. I was like, come on, man. Yeah. And now Vengeance yeah. is Vengeance and that Vengeance is a card people should be playing still. But they aren't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. should be playing. <laughs> no one's uh, playing it. 
pretty good at the moment with all the atrocities and the lead dry and everything. Yeah. That's, That's the problem with Ledros, by the way. We decided on my chat that, uh, a, like, a lot of Ledroses together would be called an atrocity of lead dry. Yeah. Okay. I think it is. I, I like it, it. That's that's a fact. That's just a fact. I I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just like no. I, I agree. I was so great. I was playing a lot of Ruin Runners, and I from basically all of the decks I played them in. Like every deck too, I was like, okay, this is gonna be sick. We're gonna play uh, Callista and uh, Kindred, uh -huh. and we're gonna be Shurima with Ruin Runners, so that the Callista is gonna bring back Ruin Runner. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be so good. And as I was like. This sucks bringing it back. I'd rather just be anything <laughs> with a battle cry. This sucks. Yeah. Like, no ETBs. This blows. Yeah. Chat, can I interest you in a 4 4 unit? Yeah. Have, have can you I, heard of this I'd thing called Block? The, <laughs> I'd rather get the, 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 one, the one drop, the one mana decimate. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That hurts way better. Moves. That hurts yeah. really good. It's insane. I, I, yeah. I was talking on Squeebies stream last night and we're going over all the cards and they're like losing their minds about all these units and i'm like if it doesn't do anything when it enters the battlefield i'm not playing it yeah like, it yeah. better do something yep yeah it, it does god yeah the one drop does it's like so good well so i i can kind of see the thought process of like okay overwhelm is a strategy which it is yeah. not in yeah. in magic yeah. right trample yeah. dot deck no. is not a deck doesn't matter. that i can I don't think it's ever been a deck. I mean, maybe a million years ago it was, but it's not generally a deck. So, like, the Overwhelm deck makes sense, right? Uh, or it, it's good. Um, and, you know, you look and and see, oh, well, this is like, um, you know, the, uh, the Noxus Allegiance card, but it's bigger. It's a bigger one of those. It's like a, it's like a mini Alpha Wild Claw. It's even cheaper. It's like, well, Bell here's the shield. thing. Yeah, a spell shield. You can't kill True. it with a spell. It's like, well, you can just block it, though. Um, yeah. The thing is, is comparing it to the cheaper cards is like the difference in mana is huge. Going from four yeah. to five is a big jump. You don't really want that many five drops, if any, in that in that deck necessarily. And yeah. then comparing it to Alpha Wildclaw, it's like you're never able to trade with Alpha Wildclaw one for one with a unit. Uh, Six toughness is a lot. It's a lot of health. <laughs> Four is not. So I think it's it's actually fascinating to me that people think that that card is insane because I think it's actually positioned like exactly in the middle of where you don't really need it to be. Mm -hmm. I would take a five five over a six four. For uh, yeah, yeah. yeah would, it, would it be insane? Still yeah. no, no, for like a lot of the same reasons, but it'd be better. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean. Jack the winner is I think would arguably be better than that this card and it doesn't it mean it sees some play but not like it's not I, I don't even like play. that card but I, I agree with you I, I mean I like Jack the winner in general it just doesn't it like it's, it occasionally sees play sometimes it's not even that it's good. always like the underwhelming card too yeah like, I'm like it's always like, the first ah, to get cut yeah gang playing yeah, think about the five drops you're currently playing in your decks chat and then imagine if that was a common six four overwhelm yeah like, yeah I, I don't know that that that's my hot take did, did either of you have any particular hot takes things that you think are that, that no one else is seeing or that you think are maybe a little controversial uh yeah i had a couple on the stream last night but one of the ones that 
people really came after me about was the uh, the four mana reputation draw two. Uh huh. They were all about this card. This was a slam dunk six out of five, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I love draw two mm-hmm. at burst speed. This is my kind of card. However, in the decks that want to enable reputation, yeah, they need to run as few spells as possible. Mm-hmm. Because you have to run the units, right? You need to curve out. You need to go two, three, four, or you're not winning the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to do like the Noxus five one on two, right? Something on three, like LeBlanc, and then Ash. And um, I, I said it was a good card, but I was like, this is in the wrong region. Yep. And it has the wrong keyword attached. I think it's good, but I don't think it's incredibly good. And I may get like actually shot for that. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I- yeah, and like you said, I think the big thing is like the decks that are playing like that it would go in, the spells are so specific you want to run. Like mm-hmm. people were trying to compare it to like deep meditation. And it's like, well, yeah. let's talk about this because that's yeah. Ionia. Yeah. They want to draw more cards. Like yeah. it's a different thing. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what are you gonna take out? Troll chant? Right. No, you're not. Well, no. Right? That's so this is maybe uh, this maybe this is another bingo square. Old school fundamental magic lessons with Blevins. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, there's a card in Magic called Gataxian Probe. Not good. And it is a it is a one mana spell that says your opponent reveals uh, your opponent reveals their hand, draw a card. It costs one mana, but you can also, instead of paying one mana, you can instead pay two life and no mana to cast the card. So effectively, in air quotes, it's free because you're not paying any mana and you get to draw a card and look at their hand. The looking at their hand thing is not relevant for the purposes I'm, uh, the point I'm making. It's not why you play the card. It's not <laughs> why you play it. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, when that card first came out in standard or even before it came out, everyone was talking about, oh, well, every single deck from here on out, from now until forever, is going to run four Gataxian probes in their deck no matter what because it's just like running 56 cards um, instead of the normal 60, which is the the limit in uh, the minimum in Magic. In Magic. Um, and it's... There's there's an opportunity cost. Something is getting cut from your deck to put these cards in. Yes, maybe for, you know, in the case of, what's the actual name of the card? Whispered Words. Um, even if you can cast it for two, I mean, actually, if you could cast it for two consistently, it's actually insane and definitely run yeah. it. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's wild. But at four mana, I mean, if, okay. You need to cut cards. Like you said, you brought it up perfectly. What are you cutting? Troll chant? No, please don't. Actually, please do, because if you're playing against me, I do want you to have this instead of troll chant. Um, it's uh, Yeah, I mean, it's the thing I always go into when people tell me, play X, Y, and Z in a deck. Yeah. Yes, adding cards to a deck is far easier than deciding what to take out. Yeah. Like, yes, you can play all of these cards in all of these decks, and yes, they would fit. But what do you take out in their place? Is this doing something better or more effectively to kind of fulfill your goal better than what you're already running? Hey, exactly. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Jutaxian Probe was a busted card. <laughs> oh, it was a very like, good card. Yeah, but you did not play it in anything, in everything. Right. Yeah. And it, like 
I think draw two for two is busted in Runeterra, but the it's it doesn't fit right now, I don't think. Like, Jutaxian Probe was busted because the decks that wanted to run it did absolutely disgusting things with it. Yes. yes. And we don't have that yet. with. Well, and Whispered, I mean, it's even going that far, like, Whispered Words is not is not, not the Gitaxian probe. <laughs> um no. it, it's just the the point I'm making is like the the card like okay the card replaces itself. It's a good it, it is an in a vacuum a good card, right? I think we everyone can agree that in a vacuum. The, Actually, the, I think that's exactly what I said last night. I said yeah. in a vacuum this is incredibly powerful. Four card. mana draw two at burst speed is a fine card. What are you cutting from your Noxus deck? Can you build a deck that that this is good in? Maybe I'm not seeing it right now, but possibly. I, I okay. So I I do think that the you know if the like Twisted Fate Swain decks come back, it will run Whispered Words over Salvage because it's just better in that deck. It's literally, yeah. All it's a, but it's yeah, but it's sure. the same exact card for mm-hmm. yeah. for all intents and purposes. It's the same exact card. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, I that's my hot take. <laughs> I I I agree with you, but I I would also agree that that is a hot take. Saucy, do you have do you have any? Uh... uh, I don't know if I have any super hot takes. I think like I would say I think Nasus is better than people think. Okay, uh, everyone's been shitting on Nasus, but I think that there's something there. Um, I don't think he's incredible, but I think he's not like F tier. Um, I think there is some sort of atrocity combo with Nasus, yeah. and I think we'll find a good deck for him. Um. He's not unplayable. I'm going to say that. Because some of you are like, oh my god, you're playing a Nasus. Like, he's not the worst. Uh, and his effect is pretty strong. I think once he's leveled up, he's good. Leveling is up. Uh, leveling him up is tough. Yeah. I think he's alright. I like his champ spell. Not yeah. as like a spell I put in my deck, but I like yeah. that if I have multiple Nasus, yeah. na- Nasi. <laughs> Nasises. Nasises. There you go. But I get like a really relevant card. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Six mana for a champ is it's a tall order. It's a lot. He's gotta be fat. He's gotta be fat. He he gotta be he gotta be thick before you wanna really play him. Um I'm trying to think if I have any other hot takes. Um Yeah, me too. I'm trying to think of like hot takes. I mean, we were talking about reputation and Noxus cards. I think Black Rose Spy, it's gotta be busted, right? That card seems insanely good. It seems really good. Um, I haven't really seen it do anything yet, but it's gotta yeah. be good, right? That's what you right? So it, Every time I look at it, I'm like, this is nuts! But so far, it has not someone transformed nuts. me into an exit? Oh, hold on. It transforms her into an exit. I mean, it does a unique thing. Right, yeah. there's, there is, okay, actually there is, there is a clone in this game, but it doesn't clone champions, right? It only clone the oh, the, like trans. There's the one that like transforms a follower into another follower. Well, there's yeah, that there's, one, like, the, but then there's the, the card yeah that has the like the Groucho marks. Uh, yeah, I think it's glasses. just a follower. Yeah, I think it's just it transforms into a follower, but. Black Rose Spy, when I'm summoned, transform me into an exact copy of the strongest ally. Yeah, so like it can transform into champions. If it which didn't is have cool. that, if it didn't have that little keyword on there that it has, that's oh, been then it would back. be really good. It would be insane. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think reputation is just a dog shit mechanic. Right? The one that gets cheaper. 
Reputation just sucks. I I think so. This is the I thing. Think reputation that, blows. There's my take. That that is the coldest take. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> yeah. My hot take is that it might be playable. <laughs> Oh! Whoa! Sound the alarms! <laughs> Hold the damn door! Uh, I I mean, I played against someone who ran Renekton, and they, like, pumped it up, and Won they the struck game. with it, and then they had reputation. It didn't matter because they had a giant Renekton, but they did have reputation, technically. Um, yeah, I don't they, know. They, I think they you did well because they had Renekton. That's, yeah, that's I mean, that the moral of the story. Speaking of cold takes, Renekton's good is one of them. <laughs> Renekton's very good. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I won't. I won't take credit for that one. I'll, I'll lean into whatever the other one I said was because I can't remember what it was. Um. I don't know. Any? 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 Uh. Oh, I don't know. We'll. We'll. We'll see if we. If you think of another hot take, we'll. We will uh, we'll get to it before the end of the show. But speaking of the end of the show, we're going to round out this episode with a couple of listener questions nice. from Discord. Oh, fuck. I forgot to mention this. So I might as well mention it now um, to uh, give everyone. This is, this is going to be mostly for people in chat, I would imagine. Maybe uh, if you're listening to this uh, episode on podcast realm um like immediately when it comes out you might still be able to get in get on this but uh if you go to the rune terrible discord discord.me slash rune terrible radio um we are giving away 10 uh shirima battle passes so you can go to the discord there's a giveaway channel and there's a bot in there you just click the bot you just click the reaction on the bot and you'll automatically be entered so um, I completely fucking forgot to mention that at the beginning of the episode, but we're here now. But there it is, yeah. There it is. There. It's only it's only until uh, if you're listening to this in real time tomorrow morning. So it was a just a, a quick little flash, flasherino in the pan. But we'll be doing more sort of stuff like that uh, moving forward. So I wanted uh, everyone to know. Uh, again, that's Discord.me/slash Rune Terrible Radio. Okay. Uh, moving into listener questions, we've got one from Medzi Groshe. I'm now every time I read a name that sounds foreign, I uh, I perfect. Just well, butcher it. I I no, I'm not even worried about butchering it. I'm not even worried about butchering it. What was the one the other the other uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago the, where their name yeah. was like poopsicle or something in French? It I'm was like, oh, yeah. Boy. It was fecal air conditioner. Yes, yes. I said that. I spent more time than I care to admit trying to pronounce it correctly. And then yes. Saucy's like, you know what that means, right? I'm like, oh boy. It's literally shit appliance. Shit appliance. Um, <laughs> But from Metsi Crochet, uh, what cards have impressed you the most in the new set and why is it Rockhopper and Rampaging Bakai? Um, well, I mean, we talked about the other uh, cheap Shirima card. What's that, what's that one called? The Marshall or something? Dune man? Oh yeah, Dune, Dune, Keeper, Marshall thing. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm thinking Marshall. There's no Marshall. Dune. The one drop two one that makes a sand soldier. One one man to decimate. Um, exactly as good as we thought it was gonna be, which is a thing. Which is good. Um, 
What about Rampaging Bakai and Rockhopper? How have those have you two either played with or against those? Uh, Saucy, have you played with or against Rockhopper those? is great. Um, I think it is a strong card that doesn't just go as a three of in every deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is wrong, but the decks that want it, it's really good. Majin, what about you? Three one two mana. Yeah, two mana three one create. Oh, the cards are really good. Vulnerable. I have not played against Rampaging Bakai yet, but the Rockhopper is insane with like Renekton. Yeah, so strong. Yeah, that one. The first time I played with, I I can't remember if I played against it or with it the first time. But the first time I experienced the card, I'm like, ooh, this creates interesting situations where people will very routinely play poorly into this. Yeah, um, which I like um, mostly because the longer the game goes on, the more people forget that the thing is out there. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, You know what counters it? The Dunes Keeper, because yes. the Sand Soldier vulnerable. True though, true. So um, still the best card. <laughs> yeah. it is. still contending. Uh, a one mana common, still the best card in the set. Uh, it's weird how that how that happens. Um, Cosine Joe, aka Crocodile Cask, <laughs> says any ideas for Aphelios and the new set. Imagine any uh, new Aphelios brews, or is it uh, business as usual with him? I've tried, um, but every time I play something else with Aphelios, I go, why am I not playing Twisted Fate <laughs> or Tom Kench? Like, yeah. right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm just, I'm losing the Boxtopus thing, which is yeah. really good in case you guys didn't watch Seasonals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you can. You can play him with, like, Talia. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, mm-hmm. You can play him with Kindred, which is pretty fun. But um, nothing so far is as good as like the Boxtopus variant or the like, yeah. standard Invoke one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yep. it, it's tough to beat that value. I know it's sad, but it's true. <laughs> it's just a good deck. Mm-hmm. Any, anything crazy in the vault for you, Saucy, with the Felios? Not for Felios. No, I I I agree. Like the Felios decks are all just really good. I mean, you could you can literally, if you like Felios, you can play him with anything. He's so flexible; it does not matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not gonna like. I don't think anything we've seen is better than the Twisted Fate deck. So, might as well just play that <laughs> if you want to play Felios. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Yep, I uh, tend to agree. Um, Night Striker. So I'll say this one because I think it's been uh, addressed, but. How do you feel about animations taking players hostage? Um, I think that they've fixed how fast the animations go. Saucy, I know in your video you did with the play test, like yeah, it was like a solid minute of animations yep. when like all three went off twice. So, yep. but I'm, I'm yeah, pretty it was sure like a minute and twenty it. seconds or yeah. something crazy. Yeah, Christ. I think yeah. that they fixed it so that it doesn't do. I think it took like twenty twenty seconds. Maybe yeah. when it happened to me. Well, they only had like a zero renekton level oh, okay. level three. It was like twenty to thirty seconds, probably. Interesting. Yeah, it it's might. quicker. It is a little quicker. It, it's a little bit quicker, but it is still a long time. Um, but it mm-hmm. so I believe I think that this is already out. Um, or at the very least, I know that they've publicly announced it. But they've changed. Uh, the the level up animations won't take uh your turn timer yeah. anymore. In, in turn, yeah. Right. Thank God. So uh, you don't really get to take anyone hostage uh, or get taken hostage by those. Um, so uh, You can always just concede. If you don't want to see my champions <laughs> level up 13 times, just concede. 
Wait, can Give you up. actually turn off the animations in options? Is that a real I thing? Uh, I, no. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. Because then one player who has them on is just sitting there. It's just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. It, you can't. Like, yeah, even I if you turn so. them off, you literally just have to sit there right. for the runtime with nothing happening on your screen. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think so. Oh, it's for menu animations. Yeah, that's what they mean. Yeah. Um, sorry, podcast. I'm reading chats. I'm reading two chats, okay. actually. Um, okay, and then uh, good ideas for getting the most out of Lysandra's tough nexus or how to go against it when she's leveled. Saucy, any thoughts on playing with yeah, or not... against it? Yeah, so you're not like trying to build a deck around having a tough nexus. That's just keeping you alive. It's, it's just a control tool. So like people, the, the big complaint everyone's going to is, Lysandra's so slow. Like, yes, she's supposed to be a very slow, uh -huh. grindy, controlled champion. Like, that's what she's trying to do. That just also brings along a win con mm -hmm. at some point. Um, so the whole point of the tough nexus is to survive longer. Like, it's just a long, drawn-out, slow champion. She is not hard to counter. It's not a static ability. If she's gone, the ability goes away. So right. if you're worried about that, kill her. Just kill her, forehead. And if yeah, and if you're playing a hyper aggro deck, you probably I mean you the the, the tough nexus isn't deciding that game. Like you either yeah. killed them or they were able to get you out of resources. That's standard. Yeah, you either control them or they aggro. Turn eleven and they're winning anyway. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's the same thing about when everyone's like, "Oh, Teemo's not playable because of tough nexus." Like in the Teemo decks, the game's decided a long time before that, or you could just kill her. Like it's, yeah. And not everyone's running Lissandra. It's not like every deck you run into is going to have a tough nexus. Right. It's yeah. It doesn't happen often. Like. They also have to level her up. It's not a level one ability. Yeah. They do need I, to get the champion leveled up. Yeah. You have to commit things to it. Yeah, yeah but Hush exists, so abilities on cards are useless, though. Don't don't you know? Oh that? yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. It's, it's the exact same thing. Oh, vengeance yeah. exists. Units are bad. <laughs> True though. True. And Avalanche exists. exists in the game, so anything with two or less health, you can't play. Literally unplayable. True. True. Yep. And that new super deny came out, so uh, you can't play uh, card, by the way. spells, right. skills, or at least one in every stream deck. <laughs> I got so crushed by one. I got absolutely no, dumpstered by it because I was not expecting it. I forgot that Shreema has deny. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been running it in a lot of decks, even as a one of, because people like it, especially when they don't expect it. Like in uh, Lucian Azir, that deck, that card's an all star. Yeah. Every time, where it's like, okay, you have to cast like Withering Whale or whatever. Yeah. And you counter yeah. It and it's over. yeah. Yeah. I had someone do a sequence. It was in a mirror match, and he had a sequence of like two single combats and something else. And I was like, boop. Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Seems pretty good. Um. Okay. So, um, we got another question. Yeah from the jive man uh best guess on what type what type of deck will conquer the meta aggro mid-range control combo etc Majin, any thoughts on what what maybe not the deck specifically but what genre or play style will be rampant in the meta mid-rangey aggro like not like discard aggro aggro but mm. like probably with renekton okay if you're looking for something that's like not Fizz TF that's going to be right. really good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a Renekton-based aggro deck is my guess. Okay. I like it. 
Saucy, any thoughts on uh, what you yeah. think is going to dominate? Aggro seems strong. I'd say aggro and mid-range. Um, mm -hmm. Really, really strong. I think that there will be a very low uh, percentage of people that will do all right with uh, heavy control decks, but mm -hmm. I think not a lot of people want to put in the time to learn those decks right. and get good at them because you just get punished really hard. Uh, and I feel like those will be okay if we get really fast, but I think aggro mid-range, I agree. Renekton is mm -hmm. just good, and yeah. realistically, you're just going to see a lot of Fizz TF and Aphelios TF. I was going to make a joke about how I thought uh, elusives were going to be the best deck, and just it was just going to be Fizz TF was, was, was the <laughs> yeah, punchline of, <laughs> the, punch line a, of the, the joke. It's elusives list that I'm running. Yeah, it's a new, my new elusive. three verbal fish, yeah. something you've never heard of. Oh, no, it has fish. six burble fish because it has yes, iterative it improvements. Um, One sec, guys. My dogs are freaking out. I gotta go. No, go no problem. The pup, the the pup has uh, spoken. The pup has spoken. Martin, open the door. I'm Cosmo. This is what I sound like. It's Cosmo. Okay, that was awful. Oh God, that was terrifying. That was the worst Cosmo I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm not really Cosmo. I'm Demon Cosmo. Rails. <laughs> what did yeah. I come back to? <laughs> uh, nothing. Your hair looks nice. Um. Anyways, back to the uh, back to the uh, the questions here. Um. Okay, this is another one, another Lissandra question. Will Spectral Matron finally have a home in the Lissandra deck since she can copy the Watcher? Saucy, I feel like this is a, a this is a nope. this is a saucy brew if I've ever heard one. Nah, it's it's just unnecessary. Like it's super yeah. redundant, and mm -hmm. you don't need it. Um, if you're playing a deck that wants to get the Watcher out, it's not hard to make it cost zero. You just have to summon more things. Yeah, like. Doing this extra shit to try and do it just makes the deck worse. You just water it down. Yeah. You have to deal with Spectral Matron in your hand the whole game. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's a bad card. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Spe Spectral Matron is great, except for the fact that you have to play it. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the Revitalizing Roar, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, solid. That's your tech. And it's also you just game. a good card. Yeah. yeah. That card just, like, doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you play the Ledroses? Ledry? And the Ledroses? Um, I haven't. So there's a, a couple different versions. I actually like the Sharima version a lot. Um, you get to play the Preservariums, which is good. And the mm. seven mana uh, burst speed avalanche is really, oh, really strong. Fire? That oh, card is insane. On a scale of one to ten, it's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> yeah. That's one that that's one that I've been surprised with how yeah. good it's been. Uh no A, people don't play around it at all. Uh it's burst speed, it stops combat, and yeah. then wipes the board afterward. Yeah. It's nuts. It that one seems pretty good. That was one that kind of came out of nowhere that I was not expecting. Yep. Um that seems and you get a really deny. So Yeah. Um okay, so got one more question here. This one is from Broccoli Violet, and this one I think is specifically for Majin because it's a tournament-related question. Um, do you like the tournament format in its uh, what I'm I'm gonna roughly paraphrase here uh, in its current form? Uh, for example, Pettish brought th uh, triple PNZ deck lineup with nine Mystic shots and nine Ballistic bots. Um, so I guess the the riot the riot lock formatted as it is colloquially riot, uh, referred to as. 
no, but I don't hate it. That's like the <laughs> short answer. Like it's it's not ideal, probably, uh-huh. but they could do a lot worse. Yeah. So, you know, if there's and I think if it was a different game, if it was like Magic or something mm-hmm. or Yu Gi Oh or I don't, I don't know, don't play Yu Gi Oh, but let's let's pretend. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a much bigger problem, but because Riot is so like they patch things often, mm-hmm. you get buffs and you get nerfs. That if one card is so absurd that I my entire lineup is ran around it, mm-hmm. it's probably going to get nerfed, and so it shouldn't right. ever be a problem. Yeah, and a lot of times that card is a champion, and you can't run mm-hmm. those in multiple decks. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with three decks running Mystic Shot. Mystic Shot's, like, filler. Not filler. It's, yeah. like, glue. It's mm-hmm. If you're running PNZ, you're running Mystic Shot. You're not, like, oh, I'm going to run PNZ so that I get Mystic Shot, right. usually. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's a good card, and you're running the region, so you're going to play it. Right. Um, now, if it was something, like, uh, let's pretend that, mm, I don't know, let's pretend Foundry was uh, absolutely absurd. Yeah. Like, let's pretend it had a different effect, and it was just nuts. And so you ran PNZ with all three decks that have different types of strategies just because Foundry was so good, that mm. then it'd be a problem. But yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, the only thing I can kind of think that is close to that was in the first season, all we saw Triple Ionia, if I recall correctly, with mm-hmm. Denies in every deck. And I, like Wills, because yeah. Will was like four mana or something. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it wasn't four mana during the seasonal. Okay. Um, I'm ninety percent. Sh- I'm I'm actually pretty positive. Oh, last seasonal? No. It was last seasonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last seasonal. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, for last seasonal top thirty-two, I ran Callista Wraiths with three denies in it. Then I was nuts during. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Like exactly. those are the only Ionia cards. <laughs> yeah. Three denies in my race deck. Yeah, and I don't. I I think I I I generally agree. I think um, Hail Cascade was close. That's true. Um, and I then do, it got nerfed, and, and the problem went away, right? Right. I, I do think that there's a fine line between having like generically good cards that you can play across multiple decks, um, and like you know a card that is dominating the format and is in three of your decks, um. I think one of the things that people say, it's like, oh, well, you can run basic, like, you technically could run, um, you know, 27, or no, is there 30 or 40 cards? God, I don't even know. Um, You could run all the three of the same exact decks, except just have three different champions in each deck, and and basically run the same exact deck three times uh, in the seasonal, technically. But doing that isn't yeah. actually good right now, at least, right? Like no. you could run right a, now. It could be in the future. It could be, and I think that's that's where the issue comes. Yeah. But I also yeah. th- think that's kind of like the it's like a slippery slope fallacy where it's like, oh well, eventually this could happen. It's like, well, it doesn't have to happen. It could theoretically yeah, exactly. happen, sure. but you don't actually. It doesn't actually have to happen. And if it did, right, it can change it. So they I, can just change it. It's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so final answer: I do not love it. I do not dislike it. I think yeah. there's probably better options, but I don't know what it would be, so I'm gonna refrain from criticizing it. Solid. Yeah. 
I uh, I mean, I'm biased, but I like the two-deck no-ban format, but I actually have grown to like bands more, and I've grown the to two like... Deck, the two-deck no-ban format scares me, man. <laughs> I, Especially it, when it was like FizzTF. It's just like, okay, well, I just have to try to beat FizzTF every single match. Yeah, yeah it, it was made for a lot of reasons, some of which was tournament administration reasons um and i think i've we've learned a lot since we came up with that format True. um so I, I don't know but uh yeah i agree I, I think riot lock is all right and it's not the best but also riot did say or not riot but one of the devs uh did say on twitter that they are going to be trying out other formats so which i'm excited about yep. which singleton is... all singleton except that <laughs> yeah. Well, how about triple region not singleton? Okay, we don't need to go. Down, we don't need to go down that that rabbit hole. <laughs> we need to go down the rabbit hole of figuring out new formats because we are just about up with time. Yeah. Majin, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Really appreciate it. Had a good time. Uh, I so did so did I. Uh, I know it, it goes without saying, con- considering you're the champ. But uh, is there anything you want to sell out, shout out, plug while we've got you here? Uh, I mean, I stream, so check me out on Twitch. My name is Majin Bay L-O-R. That's about it. Nothing crazy. Nice, nice. Saucy, where can people find you on the internet when you're not here on the show? Uh, yeah, you can just find me on my website, uh, saucy.live. That's my site with all my stuff. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. Uh, you can find me on Fridays, uh, twitch.tv slash giant slayer, LOR casting fight night. Um, and you I'll can, be there. yes, <laughs> yeah. Majin's going to be there. Yeah. Well, you know, so, you know, we try to get the, you know, seasonal champ on. We actually have tried to get push beyond with timing scheduling hasn't worked out, but we do it's want him. Speaking we of do... this seasonal lineup, I mean, the, the fight night lineup is very scary this yeah, it's very strong. <laughs> it's a it's a strong one. So make sure if you want to see some high level, uh, not seasonal because we're not in seasonal season. Uh, LOR play twitch.tv slash giant slayer LOR on Fridays at six Eastern. Um, check that out if you want to catch the show and everything related to the show. Make sure you go to Discord. Discord.me slash room terrible radio. Again, we are as of this second uh, live this live second running the uh, giveaway for ten. Um, 10 Shirima battle passes. So if you want to stream a battle pass, uh, or I mean, it, it's PayPal, so you don't, you don't have to buy it. And if you've already bought it, don't think that you don't, you can't win, but for 10 Shirima battle passes, uh, head over to discord.me slash run terrible radio, join the giveaway channel and hit the bot and it will automatically enter you there. You can also support us on Patreon. If you want patreon.com slash run terrible radio, Follow us on Twitter at Rune Terrible, and we're basically Rune Terrible everywhere. Deckpicks.live. Send us your deck picks at deckpicks.live. We have that. That is the real website. Um, go there. Check your spelling. <laughs> ah, just, just fire it or off. don't. Yeah, just fire it yeah. off. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, that is going to be it. Thank you again, Majin, for being here. But for Majin, for Saucy, I'm Blevins. We'll be back next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra.